All right, everybody, welcome to episode six of the Ordinary Average Cleveland Guys podcast. I am Dave, he is Todd. Hopefully by this point you guys have started to follow us on our social media on Twitter and Instagram, both at O-A-C-L-E-P-O-D, and have started to subscribe to this podcast. Please rate us as many stars as you feel necessary, which is no less than five, because that's as good as we can do. (laughs) Man, it has been a long few weeks, man. Just in general, with... Winding down some of these sports, getting some of these other sports going, and I don't know how much I've actually talked about it on here, but going through my registration exam again for my job for the fourth time. Because you're a nurse? No. Thanks, man. (laughs) And no, I'm not trying to be a doctor. Well, what are you registering for? It's for my job. We're just going to say, yes, if I haven't mentioned it on other podcasts, I am a civil engineer, and this is my registration to become a a registered professional engineer essentially so i can start stamping plans and when stuff goes wrong it's my fault yeah it's cool (laughs) (laughs) or if something is my fault now i can just point at it's like no it's not my boss he didn't check it right (laughs) but no i'm kidding uh but yeah i've struggled with this a few times have had to take it unfortunately now a fourth time But honestly, I think, I honestly feel really confident about this one. I felt really confident walking out of there this time. So hopefully, hopefully, that's done and over with. Well, you know the saying, fourth time's a charm. Oh, third time's a charm. Fourth time, you're an idiot. (laughs) Uh, It's not the saying I use. That's the only one I can think of, because I'm sorry, it should not have taken me four times. Well, my saying is, first time's a charm. Second time's a charm. Third, <laughs> Third time's, time's a charm. charm. One just, of these times is going to work. <laughs> eventually, I get a big see. I told you the 12th time was the charm. Yeah, it's either eventually I'm going to pass or I'm just going to run out of money. Yeah, it's <laughs> trying to pay for 13's it. 13's a lucky number. I told you guys that. <laughs> yeah, thank God. Hey, one for four <laughs> is still an average batting average. Wow, that just sounded really redundant. <sighs> it makes sense. Whatever. But yes. whatever. See, this is where my, my mind is still putting... It's still trying to re-solidify, so shut up. What have you been up to, man? <laughs> been busy, been busy. Um, I got to watch some basketball over the last two weeks. Yeah, you have. Uh, some some good games and some, eh. Some, eh. Oh, oh, you mean how Kentucky didn't make it to the final? They, they, they uh, you know what, they they played well. I was disappointed in their their lead eight game. I, I didn't think they uh, they all showed up and played their best games, so... It's frustrating to lose, especially when you probably should have won that game, even still. Yeah. But you know what? It, that's, it happens. You know? Hey, it's the same thing where Duke shouldn't have been made it as far as they did. Well, yeah, but let's be honest. Duke should have lost a lot earlier than Kentucky. Well, yeah, no. I, well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's like we're, you know, Kentucky, where you're saying Kentucky probably shouldn't have lost. Duke shouldn't have been that far. Yeah. Yeah. But we can, we can talk, I guess, a little bit more about it later. Unless we really just want to get into that now. I mean, I guess we can. Yeah, I guess we might as well since we're already talking about it. Um, as we were recording this, it's the day after the the tournament has ended. Yeah, congrats to the Cavaliers. <sighs> Redemption. Eh. 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 They made the tournament last year. And got knocked out and were the first number one overall seed to lose to a 16. No, no, no. One seed period. Not just number one overall, one seed period. A one seed had never lost to a 16. But they made the tournament. Like, and that's what I, I think people keep missing. It's not like they finished, like, 
0 for 24 last year, and then they won the tournament this no, year. No, but it's redemption. No, but it's redemption. No, the turnarounds. No, but it's just redemption of the tournament. Yeah, because yeah, they yeah. went from being that you know from making history in making, the bad sense. Yeah, I was trying to figure out. I was trying to figure out the right term. I wanted to say infamy. You know, they were yeah, infamous. No, they were inf- the they were infamous because they were the first one to lose to a sixteen. A first number one to lose to a sixteen. Yeah, and nobody's gonna forget that the Labradors won that game. Yeah. God. UMBC, thank you. Yeah. UMBC. The Labradors. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, you went you I really hope I got that right, by the way. <laughs> All I know is I keep thinking their Twitter thing's a dog. So we're gonna I think it is Lent. Labradors. Whatever. Uh but yes, UMBC. But then they lose there and then run all, then come back this year and run to a title. Which yeah. even then they probably shouldn't have been there. No, they had a couple of games where uh, they, Auburn Auburn finally the karma bit from the first round came back to bite them. No, see I, that's nope karma. that's where karma. Virginia double dribbled and it was not called, and that would have given Auburn the ball up four. Then wasn't there like some double dribble they called? They called after he kicked it. <laughs> no, no, they supposed to. They did not. That also happened to uh, Kentucky in the Watford no, game. No, there, Watford there was one. I no, there was one I saw where they called a double dribble. No, that I, was I, against Auburn. I saw, I saw something, a video on Twitter. Right, they were supposed to call it. They did not call it. Oh, yeah. See, I didn't want. See, once, yeah. once my bracket died, I kind of quit paying. No, see, I watched. I, I didn't watch last night's game. It started too late for me, and I had. Whatever it was a long night. So, right. um, oh, I was I was supposed to have plans on Saturday night, and my plans fell through. So I, but I, I watched. Just, I played the show. I watched the games on Saturday. Right. And so that was for me more exciting than. No offense to Virginia Texas Tech, I, I would have watched it if it was a Sunday night game, right. or a Saturday game. It was just Monday night. I had stuff going on. I had stuff that I had to do today, so I, I didn't. Right. I didn't stay up to watch the game. No, I don't. Um, but nope. yeah, no, he dribbled it off the back of his off the back of his foot, which yeah. is a double dribble right in front of the ref, and they did not call it. Virginia could have still won that game. Yeah. But the fact is, is that with 14 seconds left, yeah, that's a call you have to make. You cannot miss that. And I thought I saw something that they were still they were down three with like five seconds to go. Yeah, they they drained a three because or no, he missed the three with was it like point six or one point six or something because Auburn fouled him. This is well, they you were, can't foul the they guy. Were, yeah, they were down three. They got it to within two. And honestly, what Auburn went to the line before that and went one of one of two. Yeah, because yeah. they got it back to with one within yeah. one, and then Auburn went to the line, went one of two. Right to bring it up to two point. Two. Yeah, which and they if fouled. You, if you and I think they if you make the free throws, that game's going to overtime. Yeah, and or, even or and even then don't I don't foul them. That's the if felt, you make I your free like throws and you a, don't foul in a three point shot. Those are the like two that, things you should have been told. I don't know. I feel like that foul was the correct call. I feel one hundred percent. I feel like you could have swallowed the whistle on that. No, no, you cannot. It's a foul's a foul, and that's what drives me crazy. This oh, let's not call the foul because at minute sixteen and a half we would call it, but with sixteen seconds we wouldn't. Well, then it's not a foul at sixteen minute mark. <laughs> a foul's a foul at any point in time in the game. I just it was the correct just, call because it was did, a foul. I didn't, I didn't think that. I didn't think that was a correct call. It was, a hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. No. I. 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 I texted my dad. I go. It's the correct call, and it's really shitty. I mean, it was the right call. He shouldn't have fouled him there. And I was. I was rooting for Auburn. For all disclosure here, I, got, I was rooting I for was Auburn too, that game. I was too. So, just because, like, I kind of forgot. I'm going to nitpick the double dribble. Right. But I'm going to be honest with you guys. That was a foul. 
Yeah, Auburn at, should not have fouled there. At that point, yeah, I was rooting for Auburn, Texas Tech because neither of them had even been to the Final Four. So I'm like, let's get them both in the title game. Well, Let I mean, them both play for, for their first title and have it be even more of a game that nobody wanted, probably wanted to see. Virginia had never been to a title game either. I understand that. Okay. But they had, I think they had been that far before. Yeah, I think it was like 85 they made the final. With, yeah. Uh, I think it was uh, Ralph Sampson. Something like that. Yeah. I saw, I think I saw he his name went pop to Kentucky. up. Shut up. <laughs> but. The Kentucky and Virginia was his final two schools. He would have played with uh, Bowie. Right. <laughs> It's just that's all I got to say, uh, but yeah, I kind of want to mid eighties college basketball. <laughs> Neither of us were born, dude, and I know all about it. I know you do. It's Kentucky, but I kind of wanted it just to be because I felt like Auburn Texas Tech was going to be a final that the NCAA would have not wanted for that because you know you're spending all this money on this big venue. Yeah. You're, you're expecting like. Duke, Kentucky, North Carolina, Michigan State, some some big school like that, mm-hmm. some big powerhouse, at least one to make it. Even even the year that like Butler made it to back to back title games, and at least one of them you played Duke, who shouldn't have been there. But you but you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. So at least you got the one big powerhouse in there. Yeah. Where here, I think in terms of college basketball, even like Virginia, even Virginia is not that big, but Virginia, Texas, Texas, at least something. I feel like Auburn, Texas Tech would have been nothing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in ter- in terms of college basketball. But here's here's the thing: Auburn, Texas Tech, they could have marketed it a lot better. They probably could, have. and they could have marketed it better from the style of play. Yeah, both Virginia and Texas Tech were defensive teams. They're first and third in the country in defense all year long. I don't mind watching that kind of a basketball game. Right. Most people don't want to. And, but and, even and looking Auburn, at the score, though, that Auburn was not a like, defensive game. Auburn shot like thirty six threes a game. Jesus. And they made a ton of them, too. Yeah. So that's one of those games where, you know, Auburn-Texas Tech would have been exciting because you know that it would have been a little bit more up and down. You would have had a little bit more open play, stuff like that. Right. That's all. And again, I didn't I didn't actually catch the game last night, so it could have been very open. Yeah, and I know at one point I saw that Virginia was up 10, so I'm like, oh, Virginia's going to run away with it. And, and when I got to work this morning, I, I quickly checked my ESPN app, and all of a sudden it showed... Virginia won in overtime. I'm like, oh shit! <laughs> Didn't even realize it went to overtime. Like, I had nothing pop up on my phone, even after I went to bed. I don't even think he the he, my ESPN app sucks on occasion anyway. Well, it's because it's ESPN. That's very true. ESPN kind of sucks right now. Not thrilled with them. But then um, again, not thrilled with a lot of other people that work on other networks. Fox, Colin Coward. So I, I got a couple fun stats here. Um, I follow a uh, stats guy. He does stats for Kentucky. That's yeah. that's what he does, but uh, he throws out some you know other stuff. So he did some stats for the game last night, mm-hmm. and uh, Virginia is the fourth school to win the national title. The year if you're getting upset in the first round, I did see that. I saw. I, honestly, I think ESPN posted that one too. If it was if it was not them, it was CBS Sports. And then, um, no, yeah, that was a funny one from uh, Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, teams are zero and sixteen in NCAA tournament after upsetting Kentucky. So if you were a, a oh really a seed that should have lost to Kentucky, yeah, it's happened sixteen times, and they've all lost their very next game. No kidding. So I guess you know that's a positive. It's a de- it's, a, thing. it's it's a death <laughs> wish. It's yeah. like beat Kentucky, lose your next game. Yeah. So Virginia is the first national champion since nineteen eighty five to have each of their last four games of the NCAA tournament decided by four points or less, or in overtime. No kidding. So that's the Sweet Sixteen, Elite Eight. In both Final Four games. Well, Final Four and the championship game. 
Right. That's what I meant. Both, yeah, forward and on. Because you <laughs> don't distinguish, so. Well, you can't call it both. Okay, the last two weekends. Yes. That's that's really impressive that is, there. That is that's nuts. That's a stat that, A, I can't believe it's been, what, 34 years since that happened? Yeah. 85? I mean, that's a long time. That is. And it's, so, yeah, they're, they're clearly a team that, that was used to playing in close games. And even, yeah, and it, because we haven't recorded since, man, the end of that Virginia-Purdue game was nuts. Like, the end, the end of regulation. The end of regulation. Don't even get me started on that one. <laughs> Purdue, oh. Oh, I'm they should have won that game. I'm kind of okay with them losing. I know, I know, but I wanted them. I know you did. I know you did. But, it, it, hey, I ended up donating my money to work. You know, so somebody got, you know, took my money to to win his. He only wanted to take Virginia. He he needed Virginia. He had Virginia to win, and if he lost, he would have finished like fourth, because <laughs> everybody else had died. Essentially, nice. everybody else's bracket was dead. Well, so they kept telling like uh, anybody who was like, "Oh, my bracket's dead." I'm like, "Who's your champion?" They still him left. I'm like, "Oh, you're still in it." They're like, "No, no, no." And I'm like, "As long as you have your champion, if the people who created the pool did it correctly and weighted the champion worth significantly more, yeah, you will still win." Right. Because the early rounds and the second round mean nothing. Yeah. In the scheme of final points, because if you can get your champion to win it, you're most likely going to win yeah, it. Yeah, that's that's what ended up happening. Like, he's the only one that picked Virginia. It was either he was going to finish, like, fourth. If he if he if if Virginia didn't win, he would have finished fourth. And the guy who finished second was the guy who picked Michigan to win. To win the title, and he would have he would have won some money back, and it's like no, this this is a travesty. <laughs> like I know I did like uh, I filled out one for my mom to put in a pool. Yeah, and obviously I had Kentucky winning because I filled it out. <laughs> and before they lost, I had her in third. Oh really? And she then, ended up finishing like tenth or something uh, because people had Virginia winning. Right. So those three people finished obviously first three, and then you know whatever somebody had Texas Tech. So they got the Texas Tech points and right. however else the rest of it broke down. But it's just funny how it really – those early rounds really don't matter as much as people think they do right. when you're doing your brackets. It's nice to get some of those. But, yeah, no, as you need you need your deep teams to go. Keeping deep. in mind that I had 14 of the 16 Sweet 16 teams at that point. I had seven of the lead eight teams at that point in all of the Final Four. Yeah, I did not do and then that well. Going into the Final Four weekend, I had one Final Four team. Oh, really? Virginia. No kidding. Yes, I did. So I, I mean, because oh crap, mine all crap. Like mine all died. I think like it was that that Elite Eight man. is what killed me because the Elite yeah. Eight I had I had so in this one yeah here I don't remember who I had but I filled out two one for myself one for my wife so. But I filled them both out. Oh, of course. Well, I guess <laughs> Kentucky won both. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then geez. she gives me her time about it. I'm like, don't ask me to fill out a bracket. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, next time you pick the champion and then tell me how to get there. <laughs> Meaning, fill out your own bracket. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. You can write in who you want your champion to be, and then I'll get everything else to make that work. <laughs> pretty, so pretty much, if it's not Kentucky, you're not going to fill it out. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'll still pick the matchups and say who would win here, who would win there. Eventually, Kentucky would have to lose, and so I'd just have to choose who they're going to lose you, to. You would make her write it in so you wouldn't have to. Maybe. <laughs> or that's just a blank. What happened there? It's blank, and then the next round, there's another team. Oh, I don't know. I must have forgotten that one. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know what happened there. Yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, geez. I had like uh, six of the Elite Eight, everything else. And then after the Elite Eight, one. And yeah. all of them. Oh, Virginia. dude, I was, and I was yeah. like, you kidding me? Especially after the Elite Eight, I was dead. But so, I you know, it is what it is. Yeah, it happens. Next year, though, keep this in mind because why we're on it. <laughs> we, we I, I want to do this. Yeah. Next year, instead of doing brackets, we just got to get eight of us or so, right? Right. And once you get to the, after that first weekend, you get to week 16. Uh huh. And we break down each side, right and left side, right. number them, and we draw a number out of the hat. And those are the teams we get. And then based on if they win or not is how we pay out. Whoever makes it the longest gets the most money. Essentially. Huh. You did, so it would be... might have oversimplified it, but I wanted to keep it simple talking about it real quick. But yeah. So if you have, you know, like the, the one side you had... Um, uh, well, just... Yeah. We eight get, teams, right? Yeah. Playing each other, and then you have eight teams on the other side. Yeah. So if you have eight people, each te- person's going to get a team on one side. Okay. Each person's going to get a team on the other side. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you earn points or whatever, or whoever's team finishes first yeah. wins the money. That's true. And then you could say whoever's team finishes second gets uh, the I money think, back. Yeah, I something think, like yeah, that. If you want to do one from each side, I think you just take the top four seeds on each side. No, no, it's randomized. So, oh, you literally will will. You'll have essentially, I'll, let's say, 64. Well, so that's why I was saying if we only had eight people, you would just wait till the second weekend oh. and buy in that way. And so then it's just randomized, one through eight. These are the numbers. Let's draw them out of a hat. That's who you get kind of thing. Would you do it out of out of each? Each side at that point. Oh, duh, because, yeah. 16 total teams, eight on each side. That's where it's I, simple I, instead I, yeah. of having to go. See, brain's still pudding. We're good. No, I got you. I got you. You know, instead of 16 in each region, now it's 16 total. So you can break it down. Each person gets two teams. But in theory, those two teams could play each other for the title game, which which just means that you know before the title game that you're you in win. the money. Right. Yeah. And so whoever had second second place or whatever get their money back. Right. Or whatever. But no, yeah. I think I think that'd be one if you're if you get if both teams you pick get to the title game, you win all the money. That works for me. But I think we should do that next year. So that'd be to... yeah. We're gonna have to try to remember that for next year. <laughs> but I think it's a good idea. No, I think that'd be a good idea. That'd be that'd be interesting. Maybe that's something if we get enough. Hey, if we have enough people following us at that point, maybe we make it somehow do something with yeah. With if the you listeners. get it up to sixty four, you can do that. Yeah, if we have, <laughs> yeah if we have sixty four listeners who want to sit there and risk their money on a sixteen seed. Let's do it. Well, again, let's do the full turn. Be, let's do know, the full You're not going to pick your team. Well, yeah, but we'll just do a. a but random. if somebody really wants, if somebody wants to, you know, risk that essentially, <laughs> then then we'll do a sixty. Then we'll do a sixty-four team bracket and see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so March Madness is over. Yeah, and see the tournament's done. Tournament's done. Um, PJ Washington declared. Ashton Hagens is coming back next year. Anything else going on in Kentucky land? Uh, you know, I actually I've probably refreshed my Twitter three times uh, since you came over to get us ready, and yeah. uh, I don't have anything new. And then I go over and I check the Instagram, and I, I don't follow them on Instagram, so I actually have to look them up on Instagram. You know who probably follows them on Instagram? Our show Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you should maybe you no, should no. log into our show Instagram. <laughs> the individual players? Oh no, we we follow all the Kentucky players. No. Maybe I would do that. No. Don't do that, dude. And then our feed is going to only be Kentucky players. God, I'm going to hate you. Yeah, the great things for yeah. the Yeah, because then I'm going to go in there and start unfollowing all of them. 
Unless they actually like listen to our show, then that's a different. Then yeah, that's so di- then that's a different subject. Basically, what I'll do is I'll, I have to look them up, and so yeah. I search because a lot of them will post it on Instagram and then tweet out. Hey, yo, look at my Instagram. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So not nobody else has done anything. No, not since. Uh, not since I came over. No. All right. So moving on from Kentucky. Oh, I know. Brief. Uh, no, that we'll talk about that in Browns news. Uh, yeah. Let Let's hit baseball. Let's hit baseball. We are officially, te- at least Indians wise, <laughs> we're ten games into the Indians. What? For the se- for the past seven uh, NCAA championships, the school letters began with V. So in 2019, Virginia. 2018, Villanova. 2016, Villanova. And 2013, vacated. <laughs> Wait, who's the vacated? Louisville. Oh, Louisville. Yeah. So four of the seven, they begin with V. Christ. Vacated. <laughs> Dear God. <laughs> I'll give I'll give him I'll give him E for creativity. Well, that's pretty good. <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'm sorry. C for creativity. God damn it. <laughs> did you say E? Yes, I did. All right. Well, E for effort. Okay. And then okay. I'm like E for like uh, whatever. Like I told you, brain <laughs> is still pudding. Maybe by maybe by the next time we record, I'll have a full brain. <laughs> Can't guarantee that. So opening day was nice. Oh, dude, opening day was. I mean, other dope. than being cold. Oh yeah. Besides having tickets on the shade side of the stadium. Yes. Ugh. And baseball clearly hating Cleveland. Yeah, they do. Because why would you schedule that? Did we talk about this last time? We probably did. Yeah, we, we we talked about it on one oh, of these episodes. Yeah. On one of these epi- recent episodes. Why? Yeah. But yeah, so the game was good. Oh, it's actually a lot of fun, especially the way it ended up playing out. Us giving up the lead in the top of the eighth, and yeah. then fighting back and taking it back in the bottom of the eighth. Yes, was so just much just fun. letting Chicago literally hand it over. Well, I mean, come on. Let's be honest. I looked at you and said, "Well, there's the game." Once they took I the thought, lead, I thought so too. Yeah, I was, they're done. I, I'm not, I've, I'll admit it. In, in Minnesota, in Minnesota, they showed no offense. They showed zero offense in Minnesota, well, and they'd shown no offense up until that point. That was game four, so three games in Minnesota. But so. I mean, up until <laughs> oh yeah, up until that point, and only those one seven run. innings, like one even run. at home, yeah, like it's not like it's not like at the home opener. You know, they had eight runs going into the eighth, and right. now we were down ten to eight. No, I mean it, we had it shown was a, yes, it was a nothing. one nothing ball. It was a one. Was it one nothing, or did they, or did we hit? It was one nothing because we gave up the three. Yeah, it was one nothing because then we gave up the three to go down three one. Yep, and then we scored four, four, four. That four spot. Yes, it was a four spot. Yeah, because we uh, we gave ourselves the the insurance run. Yes, the insurance run that we ended up not needing. Yeah, but so anyway. Just opening day in general, like I I love I love the atmosphere. Just getting downtown. Like, we got downtown, we got to the bar, and just, the bars were packed, just being around the people were great. I was dying in that bar, though. I wasn't. Oh, my God. I was sweating so much. Because I was dressed to be outside in freezing I, cold weather. Oh, dude, so was I, but I was shockingly not, it was not too bad up there. It was not, and for as for as packed as it was up there, it was not too bad. Oh, I was dying. I was like, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. That, I'm ready to get outside. <laughs> right. But then, yeah, being outside, I think the, the only thing... I didn't bring gloves. That was the one you thing. You know what? I, I was thinking the same thing. Gloves was, would have been nice. That was the one thing because that was yeah, that was the only thing that really killed me. It was like fifth inning, it's like, and my hands are cold. Couldn't grab a beer. <laughs> but so I, I actually had a coat on under my under my jersey. Yeah. And I had pockets. 
So I just had to pull the jersey up a little bit. And I was oh, 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 you mean the jacket that I wanted that has pockets? No, no, it wasn't that one. Oh, yeah, duh, you had the other one. Yeah, because I returned that. Oh, yeah, you returned that. Did the new one come in yet? No, not yet. Uh, uh, tomorrow, I think, is the date uh, okay. it's supposed to come. Uh, yeah, I had like I had my hoodie, so I could at least put my hands yeah, in the but, hoodie pocket. But, yeah, just... They're like fleece-lined pockets or something. So they were actually nice, like, keep-my-hands-warm pockets. Yeah. But the problem is, is that now my hands are in my pockets, I can't eat the peanuts. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, and then there's Stacy sitting next to me who had a freaking battery-operated jacket, goddammit. Yeah, what is that? <laughs> she said she got it from Cabela's. I don't doubt that, but still. Came, came to a baseball game with a bat- yeah, with a heated jacket. God damn it, Stacy. Smart. Smarter than the rest of us because we didn't bring gloves. Well, but let's be honest. I wasn't cold. <laughs> I, no, I really just, wasn't. Just my hands. My hands. Yeah, the hands were the only the thing. The gloves like, is what I would need. The last few innings, I kind of did get up. It's like just make sure the blood was flowing a little yeah. bit. But, well, it helped it but basically. It wa- man, it has been Eighth cold. inning was a stand-up inning anyway. Yeah, it was not. Let's just say I've been to worse weather opening days. No, there's no doubt I've been worse. Yeah, worse weather opening days. It wasn't the worst, but it definitely was not in the top ten of best right. weather that but, I've seen. But honestly, for, for being April the 1st, mm-hmm. couldn't have asked for a better day, though. I could have. And I will. Yeah, but it could have been worse. Yes. And so I'm not going to. Yes. Yes. It could have been worse. The yeah. weather came as, as what I was told it was going to be by the. Oh, uh, absolutely. By Oh, you mean by your not cousin cousin at Channel 5? My, my favorite weatherman, yes. <laughs> but let's get into actual like things. Uh, Indians being 10 games in after this afternoon's game and 7-3. Leading the division by half a game, you, you know, and I'll take that seven and three, especially with how bad their offense has been. Yeah, with how with how bad the offense has been, with the injuries within the lineup that you're having to work around. And Jose, Jose Ramirez. Ramirez still can't, you know, he is he's scuffling. He's still, I think he's still under the Mendoza line. Yeah, you're probably right. I yeah. think he's still under the Mendoza line. Yeah, based oh, on to, yeah. based on today's game, he didn't get a hit today. He didn't. He's one seventy or I thought he did one ninety four on the season. Uh, he oh, he's just on, he's just under the Mendoza line. He went zero for four today. Zero for four, really? Oh, I got the fantasy stats up. He's on my team. Oh, zero for oh, four. No, his yeah, zero for four dropped his average to one seventy one. Oh, okay. Yeah, that hasn't. Yeah, been that one ninety four was before the game. Right. But yeah, like going like going through your lineup. Leonis Martin went one for three today. 167. Jose Ramirez, 0 for 4 today, 171. Jake Bowers, 1 for 4 today. He's up to 200. Carlos Santana leading the team with 370. He went 0 for 4 today and is down to 371. I think he dropped a whole percentage point there. Like he Wasn't dropped a hundred percent. Yes, that's what I mean. He dropped. He dropped probably like fifty percentage points after today. No, I think he was hitting four seventy one going into today. If he did, then that's a hundred percentage points. Yeah. Hanley Ramirez over three two oh eight. Here's the shocker. Tyler Naquin? Tyler Naquin. Is he still at 303? 1 for 3, 308. Oh, he moved up. He moved he moved up. And and the funny thing is then they pinch hit for him later in the game. Jordan Luplo got a hit 250. Luplo like hasn't played at all. Uh Roberto Perez went 1 for 4 today. So 095. Hitting, I was going to say is he hitting 100 yet? He's like, nope. Uh Brad Miller went 2 for hold on. Something. Two for oh well, two for two today with three walk. I'm sorry, two for two with a walk, three runs. He's up to two hundred. Uh, Max Moroff, who's been he's been playing a lot at second as well. He he pinch hit went over one. He's hitting one eleven. Eric Stamets one for three. He's at least up to oh seventy seven now. <laughs> so what you're but saying, he, but what over, you're saying is but we have two last, guys 
In his last two, in the last two games, Stamets at least has a hit in each game. Now. But what you're saying is we have two guys who are hitting under 100. We have more than two guys hitting under one. Two starters that are hitting under right. 200. That's, yes, that's two starters that are hitting under yeah. 200 right now. That's how by the lineup. Well, is. three. Who's Roberto the Perez? He's hitting under 100. Roberto Perez is a starter. Leonis Martin, 167. He's a starter. That's over 100. You said under 200. No, I said 100. 100. So decimal zero. No, you originally said 200. No, 100. I guarantee. Do you want to rewind it back? <laughs> Maybe not right now. Okay. Maybe you did, but but still, <laughs> you have you have a you have one starter hitting under 100. You have two others hitting under 200. Well, no, Robo's a starter and Stamus is a starter, right? Or are we not calling Stamus a starter? I'm not right calling Stamus. I'm not. No, because he's going to get replaced when Lindor comes back. Well, but right in now, terms he's of, a starter. In, I'm in terms of guys who are going to be in the lineup when your team is healthy. Well, who knows? We might trade for, like, uh, Jonathan Lucroy or something. No, you're not. Bullshit. Would you this, is not 2016? this is not 2016. And he's <laughs> it feels been, like it. And he's been garbage since, let's be honest. He gives all a favor. Ever, it's the ever, best thing ever. That really is. Um, you idiot. <laughs> uh, but still, Leonis Martin is, gonna, is, an every, is your everyday center fielder, essentially. 167. J-Ram, 171. Roberto Perez, 095. But let's be honest, out of those, Ramirez is the only one that you expect is going to have a jump to about 300. Yeah, Martin, I still want to see up near, I want him to get another 100 points. Well, right, I mean, we want him to, and he probably will. Yeah. But he's not the one you expect it to. Yeah, Jose needs to, yeah, right now, if you think about it, Ramirez and Santana are flipped. Yeah, more or less. If you think about it. Yeah. If if you told me that Ramirez was hitting three seventy one and Santana was hitting one seventy one, I wouldn't be surprised. I'd, I'd ask you uh, what Santana's on base percentage is though, because it'd probably still be over three hundred at that point. Exactly. Oh, what is his on base? His on base. He hasn't been walking as much. His on base is. Oh only, no, because he's been hitting. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> his on base right now is only four thirty six. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A, he's been hitting. He's not going to get as many walks when you're. Seeing the ball coming down the strike zone the way you are, and you're getting and that, good contact, and you that don't is need one thing. The pitch. And that is one thing, at least with Hanley Ramirez, where he's only hitting 208, his on base is 367. Yeah, you know him getting on is nice, and he's brought some decent power. Roberto Perez, 095 on base, at least is 200. Not as not, it's still not great, but here's here's how I see that. Let's say he picks it up like 100, you know, 150 points to get up to you know 245. If the 150 also goes to the on base, that's 350. Yeah, if it does. I know. It's not going to work that way. But. but but let's be honest. Outside of Lindor, do you really have that much faith in, say, Kipnis and Zimmer? Uh, Kipnis, I think you really need to get up. Kipnis, I'm hoping he gets to about 270. Because I'm a and honestly, I'm not right I now. Like I'm him, not, but he hasn't done it the there's last couple one years. Other, there's somebody else you need to be considering before Zimmer. Carlos Gonzalez. He's not even on the 40, man. Yeah, he is. Not according to MLB.com. Is he not? Oh, shit. I'm, I'm looking at it right now. Is is Zimmer still listed on the 40 man? Yeah, but he's via DL, IL. Is it just 10 day? Yeah. He's going to the 60 day. Yeah, well, until they do that, that's why he was what he's looking at him because he's not even. Oh, shit. He's not even moving yeah, up but onto he's, it. Yeah, but he's going to be called up here in the next like three days. Well, they need to get him. And obviously, you can do it same day. Him, There's no restriction to how long, but it's him, just. Him and, Kip, him and Kipnis are going to be called up, I think, the same time. Well, and that's going to be still on the uh, ten day. Yeah. How much time does he have left? He, I think he was eligible April the fourth. Okay, so he's good to go. Yeah. Okay. I think both. You know, it was just a matter of getting a few extra at bats, getting some fielding in. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, they said they're, they're expecting them this 
road trip and I and I expect them to meet up with the team probably by Friday when they had out like when they had are in Kansas City. They're in Kansas City on Friday. So you expect them to meet them in KC then? Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. If if not then they'll meet they'll essentially be with the team on Thursday, ready to go. Like ready to fly with them to Kansas Yeah, City. head off to Chicago and then jump with the team to go to uh Detroit, you mean? Yeah. I don't know. White Sox. We were talking yeah. about them. Yeah, then, we were briefly were talking about no, we're in Detroit right now. <laughs> yeah, we are. Yeah. Um, which is actually even more convenient. It's only a two and a half hour drive. That's very true. Right there. Um, and honestly, let's, let's be honest for, like we said, for the injuries and, and how we've been talking about the outfield, we're seven and three. Yeah, no, I, and also, but yeah, we're seven and three. And also the bullpen hasn't been terrible. No, no, actually I saw the stat before today's game. Um, our starting rotation was ranked number one in baseball. Awesome. And our bullpen was ranked number six in all of baseball. Yeah. Fantastic. It may not. So, uh, it may not last that I, long. I expect but some least, regression from the from the bullpen to maybe and, somewhere and, twelve and, to sixteen and, and, and top and half. And, and obviously the the staff they might be number one. They might regress to number three. I mean, at that point, you're you're nitpicking, right? And honestly, it it took a huge blow. That that starting staff just took a huge blow. You're referencing the uh, Clevenger injury, yeah, where he's out for at least six weeks. No, it's not even he's out for at least six weeks. He is out six weeks. He's not allowed to touch a baseball. Right. So it's at least. You're you're talking ten weeks. Probably. Yeah. He can't if he can't even start throwing for at least six. Right, because you're gonna need some time to ramp up and everything else. Yeah, you're yeah, you're talking ten. All star break. The way yeah, the way honestly, if you kind of look at the schedule, I think it'd be smart to not bring him back till after the all star break. Now the one thing they can do here for a little bit because right now they're kind of pressed for a fifth starter. Yeah, is the advantage you have is with off days you could probably run a four man rotation for a little bit. Nope, you're playing nine straight right now. Nine, three, 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 and then you're off. I think Thursday, and then you're home right, for so Nope, you need a fifth starter by Saturday. Well, who are you bringing up? Well, because Plutko Plutko's hurt. Yeah, he's injured. We heard Plutko's hurt. Cody Anderson did pitch on Sunday. He only went three innings though. Three and innings, forty pitches. He's still injured. Let's let's put it this way: he's not. He's still. He hasn't pitched a full game yet. Is, yeah. is he really ready to come up? And now, if he if he comes up, you're only you're only asking him to pitch three four innings, right? And then you're, and then you're burning a bullpen, especially Saturday. Yeah. With no off days until the following Thursday, in the middle of a nine game road trip where you just keep going west. No, I honestly I think the man. Unless you make another forty-man move, I think the, I think you're calling up uh, Jeffrey Rodriguez, who you got, who we got in the Jan Gomes trade. Okay, who was one of the guys you got in the Jan Gomes trade? He is on the forty-man. He is on. Yeah, I I did look that up earlier. He's on the forty-man. It's 2018. Doesn't look so good. 2018, and that was his first time in the majors. Yeah, that 52 was his, innings, 39 strikeouts. 5.7 ERA, 1.54 whip. If I recall, it was 14 games, eight starts. Yeah, 14 Yeah, with games. like a 5.71 ERA. Yep. Yeah, I got it right here. Yeah. Um. Uh, let's see. Eight starts. So yeah, four, yeah, 14 games, eight starts. Okay. Yeah, it's he's currently in Columbus. Yeah, he's in he's in Columbus. I think he started. And he was part of the Gomes trade. That is right. Yeah. Him, him, and Daniel Johnson. Yes. And I think there was a player to be named, but I don't remember you. who that is. I don't remember if they named. I think they named it. And it's probably like some single A guy. Um, you know who's available? <sighs> yes, Todd. But we all know that Dallas Keuchel's still available. I mean, you know, has anyone heard what it, what he's looking for? A job, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm talking contract wise, dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's what's been kind of confusing because we we talked about it in the other episode, and I haven't seen anything new. He, I forget I forget those the stats from like the first episode that I brought that he was looking for. He he turned down a one year and a two year deal from Houston. Yeah, but Houston got more starting pitching essentially to. So we don't know why what was going on there because he's in theory he slots in at their two or three spot. Yeah. Um. You know, especially with their own injuries, yeah, yeah, because they lost uh, McCullers, right? Yeah, they lost like McCull. Yeah, they they lost McCullers. I think I think he's due back though, right? Or was McCullers I he was the, the Tommy full jo- season? Was McCullers a Tommy think, John yeah. issue? Yeah. Um. Yeah, he'd slot Ad- in there. Atlanta was looking at him, but there I heard, I heard rumors of like I heard I heard rumors that there were like three or four teams that have been looking into him. But again, obviously, he's going to be an expensive. Piece. And even then, you're going to need about you're going to need about four weeks. Maybe, maybe not. He has been working. I out. heard he has. He's been, been but, doing simulated spring training stuff. Yeah, but you still need him to face at least, okay at least two starts to get some batters. You might better work it into one start. I don't. I think it's going to be at least two because you want to make sure that that first one you're not going to try to throw him ni- like 90, 95 pitches and blow out his arm. Maybe, but. The other thing is, you got to remember, he's a veteran. He's been around for this amount of time. He's thirty. Things he, like he that. Tur- he turned thirty-one. He's won a Cy Young. Yeah. He's been through injuries, and he's come back. So, and he didn't pitch that great last year. Let's be honest. I mean, he didn't pitch that bad. But I think the point is, is that um, I think I think he knows how to get himself ready. And so, at this point in the contract cycle. He knows that if somebody's bringing him in, it's hopefully sooner than later. So right. he's got to be ready. So wherever he's working out, whatever simulated extended spring training training that he's doing, yeah, he should be ready to go within at least a week of being signed. It's De- still depending gonna, how it's that still breaks down, be, you're right. They, they two, could be two starts. Be two, it just depends. I think where it's it falls. still going to be two weeks because yeah, you got to get. Well, I think it's still going to be two three weeks. Yeah. If you sign him today, you're going to be one start, and then you could have him in. I don't think it's going to be that quick. I think I think you're looking two three starts at least minor leagues to face live hit, you know, actual live hitters. Yeah. I mean, in theory though, he's facing live batters. Not necessarily. He's there's, not with the team. You can't face anybody unless you, unless you know, there's plenty you, of guys out there that aren't signed. Yeah. But I doubt he's actually facing these, a lot of these guys. If his agent's any good, if his agent's any if, good, if his agent was any fucking good, he would have a job right now. Well, it might not be his agent's fault, but if his agent's Could good be. and his agent represents any of these other hitters, they're all working out right now. Once the, a week at the very least. Doing yeah, but live yeah, but doing things on the side compared to doing things that a team is instructing, essentially. And that's where I see the things. week. That's where it's the week. I don't think it'd be a week. I really don't. Yeah. I mean, we'll see where but he let, going. But let's be honest. Right, if right now. Right Maybe now, he's enjoying being semi-retired. He may. <laughs> yeah, right Right now, Indians are. Indians, oh, God. I can't believe we're saying this. Indians are struggling for starting pitching. Well, I mean, they're struggling for a fifth starter. During an injury, because of injuries, yeah. I don't think they're necessarily struggling for. They were, I don't injury. think they were. They were not expecting to lose to lose a guy in the first ten games. Yeah, that is definitely true. Yeah, I think they were hoping that they were going to essentially have. All of <laughs> let's April? say, let's say two months. To at have, least like, all of April. Yeah, at least all of April, where maybe Cody Anderson's pitching five innings by that point. Well, let me speak on, where who else? Plut- Plutko, I don't even know what's going on with him. He hasn't pitched yet this season. Like he was pitching in, in Arizona. Yep. Then they assign him to Columbus, and he hasn't pitched yet. Yeah, and um, McKenzie's still injured, isn't he? McKenzie's not. I don't even think he's going to be in Triple A. I think he's. Gonna, I don't know if he'll he's probably gonna, be in Akron. I think he's going to be in Akron. But that, I don't even think. He, yeah, I don't think he's going to be on the. I don't even think he was on the forty man last year. Probably not. And he's not on it now. Yeah, if he's not on it now, then 
you can't really you can't really count on him. No, but it just I mean he's arguably well what is he, he he's a, one pitching he is prospect? A top, he is, he, I think he is the top prospect. Right. So I mean when you're thinking of guys, he has to, especially pitchers, he has to be mentioned. Right. Oh whether, absolutely. whether or not it's a reasonable mention at this point or not. No, he's I think to be mentioned. right now when you're trying to think of guys who can fill in for Clevenger, Plutko can't do it. Cody Anderson's not ready. You're looking at Jeffrey Rodriguez. The other one which I said, which you'd have to make the forty-man move for is Wojciechowski, or however you spell it, you know, however you spell his name. Pretty much Scrabble two point Okay. Um, I think I looked at his one start for Columbus. I think it was six innings, no runs. That's not bad. So I don't know what's, I don't know what his deal is. Um, but yeah, if you if you need him, you'd have to make a forty-man move. You but know, honestly, it's too bad Salazar's not healthy because this would have been the perfect opportunity for him. I don't. I don't think so. He's on the sixty man. I think Salazar. They're going to the sixty man. The sixty day. The 60 <laughs> He's day. on the sixty. I day. think. I think Salazar's. I think they're going to. I think they're going to work him back to bullpen guy. No, I'm sure, but I just. I just mean, you know, if he still wanted to be a starter, that was your chance. I think he. I think he does, but I don't think the team will because he can't stay healthy. Well, that's what I mean, though. But this was your chance to at least yeah. get a couple in to say, "Hey, guys, look." There it is. But I he's, think he's still I, hurt. I, at the same time, I think that'd be the same thing for you can say for Cody Anderson. Yeah, he's Co- had his he's had his issues the last two seasons. Yeah, Cody's obviously. I don't think he was ever a long term answer at starter anyway. I think he, I think he'd be one that you from what you know from when he was pitching Ooh, was going to you know, be middle of the pack. You know who is available? Who? Josh Tomlin. No, I think he signed with Atlanta. Did he? Because. I know he Mil- got released from Milwaukee. I didn't got, think I saw him. Sign I think with I think he did. I think Milwaukee. I think somebody did pick up Josh Tomlin. I want to say it was Atlanta. Oh, no, I got to take a look. I know that's what I'm trying to hurry up and do. Uh, Josh Tomlin is an American pitcher. Oh, for the Atlanta Braves. All right. Well, good for him. I like him, but that's you know, <laughs> that's too bad. <laughs> that, help, that helps. That helps. Doesn't help us. Yes. I know. I'm trying to see. Atlanta, uh, February, Thomas signed with the Brewers. He's minor clearly league. out of the bullpen. Oh, minor league contract with the Atlanta Braves on March 21st. So you yeah. have to trade for him. Yep. He did pitch a game this year, it looks like, then, against Philly. Oh, then maybe maybe they signed him to a minor league thing and he they made, he already, he's on the Yeah, he's on the 40-man, and it looks like he is – on their major league roster, he pitched one game so far this year, one third of an inning. Um, oh, Two hits, it? one run. Yeah, yeah. Uh, ERA twenty seven, whip a six. But let's be honest here: if you need a guy to pitch, you need a guy to pitch, right? You know, I'm happy he signed. I, I always liked him anyway, but it's too bad he's with somebody right now because that's somebody you could have brought in to uh, eat up some innings. Oh, absolutely. <sighs> yeah, but yeah. You know, that's that's your big that's the biggest issue. If right it's now. last year or two years ago, you don't really have much question. You go, well, which one of these six guys do you want? Because they're all now they're all injured or gone. I know. <laughs> I know that's what, like we said. You just you don't expect that much to be happening in the first ten days of the season, and the Indians have just gotten struck with the injury bug right now, and it it's it's unfortunate. I'd rather have it now than at the end of the year. Oh oh yeah, I would too. And the fact with some, like I said, like we've said, with some of these injuries, still seven to three. Well, right. I mean, and you have uh, some other teams that are supposed to do really well. They're struggling, and they're not really as banged up. Yeah, like Boston. Yeah. What are they? Three and seven. Three and nine. Three they and went. Nine. They were three. They started the season on an eleven-game road trip. Yeah, which is tough. which but never like, made. Which I don't understand. Why can't we get that? Yeah, I know. Because that's essentially what I'm arguing for. When you know I why? Say that. You know why? Because Boston. That's but I mean because Boston. That's what I'm arguing for. That's all. 
When I say, why do the Indians have more home games in April than in any other time? Because Boston. Yeah. That that that's it in a nutshell. Because Boston. Yeah. And then they and then they had their home opener today, and they lost. Uh, Chris Sale pitched. Oh, did you see? Oh, did you see the Not one? Not so well, but he pitched. Did you see the one where the guy stole home on him? No. Oh yeah, he, guy stole home on him, and his pitch ended up being a wild pitch anyway. <laughs> like he totally whiffed it through. It was like a left, obviously left left-handed hitter. Yeah. Guy was going to steal home, and he whipped it through the right. Like he didn't know, yeah. And still whipped it through the right-handed batter's box. It was hilarious. Oh, that's great. Oh, it was fantastic. Boston losing just makes me happy. I Boston disagree. and New York. New York's still hanging around like five hundred right now. Yeah, they're um, they actually have a really good farm system right now. New York, yeah, New York, yeah, yeah, and they're and they also have a shortstop who's going to be coming back probably around the All Star break. Yeah, we'll see how that works though. Didi, yeah, finding him playing time. Why? Well, because when Anajar gets back and you have Torres, and I forget who's playing shortstop for them right now. And then you have Lamathiel. Lamathiel oh, is oh, playing third. Oh, D- DJ Lemayhu. Yeah, they have uh, they have a lot of guys in that infield. Uh, Didi might not D- necessarily just D-D's, walk right back into his their job. Didi is their starter. Yeah, but do you really take a guy if some if the guy who's playing there not now is is hot? Do you take him out? I don't. You you ease Didi back at that point. Depends on if he has options. Yeah, I guess they got a lot of young guys, so he probably does. Probably. Um, but yeah, yeah, like and yeah, stacked. yeah, like but, and Andahar is. There's going to be your starting third baseman. I know. I think Lemayhew. Lemayhew's been playing short. He was generally a second baseman. Yeah, with Colorado, so he may be a second. But maybe Glaber's playing short. He's playing at third now because of the Andahar. Because, because Andahar is yeah. hurt. So God, I have no. Yeah, and Tulo's hurt again. Well, is that really a surprise? No. So I like. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't even know who who their middle infield really is. But it's okay because it's the Yankees, huh? The Yankees. Yeah, that's very true. And then I don't even, I don't even think. Well, let's, I'm trying to flip to the standings here. Yeah, they have. Uh, See here. Let's talk this. Indians end up in Seattle. Hey, do you know who plays for the Yankees right now? Who? Uh, this guy named uh, Urshela. Oh, that's who they called up. I forgot about that. I forgot they called up Geo. Yeah. <laughs> so it is possible that they move Torres over to short, but I, I really think that they have uh, Lemayhu playing third uh, instead of Urshela. Well, they're playing right now. Let's let's see what their lineup looks like right now. Oh, and they're playing Houston. God, can that game end in a tie? <laughs> <laughs> uh, they have oh yeah, Geo at third, Lemayhu at second, Torres at short. Okay, yeah. So kind of what we we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> forgot Geo. I forgot Geo's there. Forgot I saw that name pop up the other day. But their outfield is just as beat up as their infield. Oh yeah, because both Stan- yeah, because Stanton's on the DL. Yep, and then uh, Ellsbury and Hicks who rotate are essentially is a platoon they, they platoon, rotation. Yeah. yeah, they're both injured, so they got Frazier up. Clint Frazier's still hanging around. Yeah, he's at, he's on their uh, their active roster right now. Really? Ooh, he's hitting four twenty nine. He's meaning he's probably only been up about three games. Twenty one at bats. Ooh. Three homers, nine RBIs, a one point two nine two OPS. Clint Frazier. Yeah. No shit. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Huh. He's one well, cause he yeah, he's definitely I wonder like Clint Frazier, who July thirty first was traded to the Yankees. Clint won- Frazier in twenty sixteen. I wonder if he actually made the team coming out of spring training. He was definitely in their forty, man. Well yeah. 
Probably not, because uh, Ellsbury, Hicks, and Stanton are all on the 10-day, the so they likely didn't expect them to be out too long, but once they all get injured, you need somebody. Right. But 21 at bat, or yeah, see, I wish I, a small sample size. See, there. I wish I was paying more attention. If I would have just looked between LeMahieu and Urshela today, I would have seen Clint Frazier yeah. 0, for, 0 for 3 today, three, down to 375. Okay. <laughs> Keep in mind, all my stats are pre-games. Well, me. yeah, I know. I'm just I'm looking at the the game app. Stanton on DL. Yeah, Jesus. I can't. I can't believe it. I think he made the team coming out of out of spring training. Yeah. Oh nope, no he didn't. Frazier was called up from AAA. Huh. But so while while we um might be uh. Struggling in some ways, we're actually kind of uh, keeping our ours. heads above the water. Hey, we're, we're unlike do- some other teams that right now need to get a boost, which I don't mind even, seeing these other teams. Not even doing. Houston right now, six and five, mm-hmm. and former Indian Michael Brantley has been—I've heard—has been. Well, I I know he's been struggling because he's killing my one fantasy team a little <laughs> bit. He no, he has gotten off to a slow start. Yeah, and honestly, you know what I think it could be contract, possibly taking all that money, new, gets in your new new team. New contract, you're forcing it. Yep. You've seen that. You've seen that a lot with a lot of teams. A lot, of, well, a lot of players, a lot of teams. But yeah, like I know we're only like let's say ten to twelve games in right now. You're talking American League East. Boston's on the bottom. The Yankees are towards the top, but they're only five hundred. Tampa are in that in the lead at nine and three. Baltimore's even five and six. They took what two or three against the Yankees the first series, I think. Yeah, but Chris Davis is like zero for a thousand. Yeah, he is. Oh, I mean, man. Chris With like Davis, sixty-seven strikeouts. I think I think it went up a couple more today. Yeah, so a thousand and one now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to. Oh God, Athletics beat the crap out of him. Oh, Davis didn't play today. Ah, uh, yeah. But he, what he is probably he? got a well-deserved day off. Yeah, it said since I forget the date uh, going back to September last year. Oh, jeez. Is O for his last forty-seven, which is now a major league record yeah slump well at least we don't have anybody like that oh thank god you know, knock on wood yep not damn right but yeah tampa nine and three baltimore's hanging you know hanging there obviously cleveland detroit at the top minnesota still five and three i think the way the division looks right now that's probably how it's gonna end cleveland detroit minnesota chicago kansas city that detroit i don't minnesota, know necessarily in that order i, Det- I, I detroit, probably... Min- detroit minnesota i think could flip yeah I but think i think chicago's supposed to be better than kansas city this year i think so but, well, Chicago's a really young team right yeah. now, so a lot of their key components are young. So Kansas City just has a ton of holes. Well, yeah, they couldn't afford to keep a they lot of guys. They couldn't afford to keep anybody. How the hell do they still have Alex Gordon there? I don't know. Because they gave him all the money that they could have given to anybody else. True. But let's be them not keeping Hosmer was probably the right move. He hasn't been. No Hosmer, no Mustaka. You know, they traded Mustakas. Yeah. But, but they even couldn't get him back. They couldn't even convince him to come back. But Hosmer wasn't hasn't been anything special in San Diego. No. So it was probably the right move not to pay him. True. I mean, you know, when you look at it that way. Right. If you flip to yeah, if you flip to the West, Seattle. We're heading to Seattle here next week. Ten and two. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. They've they've made some. It's moves. early, it, and they got that jump early. start in in Japan. Some of that stuff. But it was only two games in Japan. They I think they split. No, they went two and zero. Oh. Yeah. So they're eight and two. Eight and two. Eight and two in a. Well, I can't say America because I don't remember. I don't think they've played Toronto yet. <laughs> I don't think they went to Toronto. But yeah, Houston six and five. You know, Texas five and five. Still early. Yeah, I mean it's only a lot 10 of that's games, early. Twelve games for some of these teams somewhere in there. Somehow Oakland's played fifteen. Well, keep in mind they they picked up the two in Japan. 
Seattle's only played 12. Right. I said 12, how, 13. Yeah. But how, how in the hell has Oakland played 15? Apparently they don't have rest days. I guess. But then, yeah, you get to the National League. Shocker, Philly's leading the the, the East, 7-2. and two. Well, the East, I think, will be exciting between uh, between Philly, uh, Washington, and Atlanta there. Mets are 6-3. and three. Uh, They're going to fall off. They should. We're, they started last year 13-1. and one. Keep that in mind. I don't remember them starting that well. Holy oh, they were shit. on fire last year. Now the Central makes me happy. Right above Cincinnati, you're 3-7, and seven, Chicago Cubs. <laughs> <laughs> that one just makes me happy. Milwaukee, Milwaukee eight and three. They should, they should, they should be fighting Chicago for. Actually, they should follow fight St. Louis for that division. St. Louis, St. Louis is St. Louis five here. and five. They sh- they'll pick it up. They'll figure it out. Well, keep new, in mind, um, their their new reliever out there hasn't exactly been helping them either. Oh, Andrew. Yep. Yeah, I was trying to. Th- uh, Carlos Martinez is coming back from an injury. Oh, yeah, he's yeah, he's been hurt. Uh, Alex Reyes. Do you know that name? Or? No. Okay, so he's been one of their prospects for a while. Uh, he got up. He was pitching really well like two years ago. Uh-huh. Surgery. Uh, Gone. Didn't play last year. Tommy John? I don't remember. Probably. I mean, what else is that's there, the, right? Yeah, that's the only one that really makes you miss a whole year. But um, I think they might try to move him to bullpen. But he was looking like he could be the next big starter. So that's just a, something to keep an eye on. Their they rotation still have, might they be st- really good. They got a lot of guys. They still have Wainwright out that there, That they're right? bringing guys back from. I don't know. I don't know enough about that. Their their team should be good though. So yeah, they, they'll it's, fit, it's early in the season. They're working a lot of parts out. in. Even Pitt, even Pittsburgh, five and four. And Pittsburgh surprises me. I don't think they're going to be a very good team this year. They Pitt, got, well, yeah, because well, they, at least they took our injury bag, so I'm kind of okay with it. He's hitting pretty well this year, if I remember right. Who Chiz? Eric Gonzalez. Oh, I t- I said injury bag. I'm well, talking injury bag. First. I was looking the other way. Is Eric Gonzalez plays every position? Yeah, but he. I think so, he, he was a st- he was named a starter. Yeah, yeah. I forget where. I'll, of course, the one game I look back, he came in as a pinch hitter. <laughs> but yeah, they they uh, Hall already you know broke his hand, so he's missing time there. But they had also signed Melky. Melky hitting pretty good. He's hitting 440. Yeah, I don't know. I don't either, man. When it comes when it comes to them, but I'm trying. Eric Gonzalez is playing second. Oh, he's their starting second. Yeah. Well, this one it said he played at least the fight game. Yes, he was their starting shortstop. I don't doubt that either. Adam Frazier is that this kid's name? Adam Frazier. I think he's their starting second baseman. Okay. Yeah, I think he's their starting second baseman. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think Eric Gonzalez got it's primarily going to be a shortstop for him. Okay. Yeah, and then I mean he because he finally got his passport figured out or whatever. Uh, that was it. Young Ho Kang. Yeah. He's their starting third baseman. Well, his big issue was uh, he got Is his like third DUI in uh, South Korea. So they took his passport or whatever. Yeah, and some other stuff. Or his... visa, or he had visa issues. Yeah, because of that. And w- yeah, and so didn't he miss a whole year? Yeah. Well, All last year I think. Yeah. Jesus. But he, yeah, Pitt, he, Pittsburgh, they, they Pittsburgh. let him. They let him back in with like a month to go in the season, so he got some time I think in their minor leagues possibly. Oh, okay. When it comes to the NL Central, Cincinnati but, is going to be in the gutter. Yeah, Cincinnati is going to be in the gutter. They're not even going to be a thing. Chicago should. It should be from bottom up. Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, uh, Chicago, St. Louis, Milwaukee. In my mind. Yeah, and even and even then, that could still be a very tough division. Where no, it's I, like I, Pittsburgh would be fourth, but they, but it could be like one to fourth is like separated by five games. Oh, well, I think one to three separated by five games, and then Pittsburgh maybe say ten. seven to ten, and then fifty five games later, Cincinnati. <laughs> fifty five to since Cincinnati is just. Yeah, they they made the trade for like Pui, but 
you got Puig, Matt Kemp, Votto. It's like they would have been a really losing, good team four years ago. Huh? They'd have been a really good team four years ago. Yeah. Like losing Scooter Jeanette to start the year, that didn't help. You know, Nick Senzel getting injured, so you can't call he him got out. Hurt. Because each now the last three seasons he's gotten injured. They have, which just creates issues. Their issue is they have no pitching. Well, that too. I feel like they really don't have a ton of pitching. But I feel like they've never really had a ton of pitching. They've they've had, the last twenty years. They've always had like good enough. And then it's the offense that helps put them but over. Homer Bailey was their best pitcher for a while. For a while. I mean, come on. He wasn't that great. He he's did not, throw a couple no-hitters, though. I, I mean, he, I guess he, he had his moments. I mean, he's a better pitcher than I am. Oh, absolutely. Oh, fuck, I can't throw that hard. Skipping to the NL West. Like, just running through the NL West really quick. Dodgers at the top should be. Padres are up there. Arizona, shockingly, 5-5. Five and five. Well, in a West, I think could be a uh, surprisingly tough division. I think San Diego getting Machado could help tie that team together. Well, and that's that's where the NL I think is a lot more competitive than the AL this oh, year. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, because you have three teams in the NL East who should be vying for a playoff each, spot, right? You have you have three teams in each division, hands down, that you know are going to be fighting for playoff spots, right? And you only have when you go to the American League, it's three like three have... playoff spots in theory. You have your division and then two wild cards. Yeah. So they're looking at it going, where am I going to be? Right. And then you, yeah, because then you look at the American League, you fi- you figure East should be two, maybe three. Tampa being the third. Yeah, see, I'm not convinced on Tampa, so we'll see about them. But he, Tampa almost had as good of a record as Cleveland last year and missed the playoffs. No, you're right, you're right. We'll see. Well, that's why, that's why I'm saying two, maybe three. And they've been getting a lot of credit, so we'll see where they end right. up. They added Morton, so they did some stuff. Central, let's be honest, one. Point five. Cleveland, one. I, I, I. Still got to go 0.5 with I'm, one of these other no. teams because the division's so bad, they could rack up wins and compete for a wild card spot. Who? Uh, Minnesota or Detroit, and primarily I'm thinking Minnesota. I think it's going to be Minnesota as well. They, I just I, – I don't see it. I just don't see them having a, You enough. beat up on Chicago and Kansas City, say you take three quarters of them against Detroit and you run away as the second best team in the division – you could end, easily end up at 84 wins and be nowhere near the wild card. And, and, and still be six games out of the wild and card. And be within two games of the second wild card spot. I don't think I don't think that's going to happen. I think the second wild I think the second wild card is going to be about 92 wins. Ooh. We'll see. I just I'm not convinced on that because I think Tampa are, finished third in the East last year with about 92 wins. Yeah, and I don't think it's going to be that way this year. And they year. missed the playoffs. And I don't think it's going to be that way this I think year. It, I think it – I understand Boston's not going to win the 108 games or whatever they won last year. And New York's not going to win 90-something. No, I think I think they, I think they were at like 98, weren't they? I thought they were at 100. Well, whatever it is. And Houston was right there. You're going to have some regression some of yeah. these teams. I, I think that – I. But that's where, where you have the National League. I think you have three in each division. I think American League East you have three. I think the Central you have one. The West you have two. Who's your second in the West? I think it's going to be Seattle and Houston. Okay. I think Seattle obviously has made, has made some moves. I think Seattle is going to – they're going to hang around a while. So Seattle is what I think is weird though. They They traded away the best closer in baseball. Yeah, that that one. Maybe that's just one where they they're having the hot start and they're just and something's going to happen. They're, they're going to fall, fall off. off. If if I'm picking a second team out of the AL West, it's got to be the Angels. Yeah, but they're not playing well right now. Look, they're not playing well right now. Yeah, but it's ten games in. True. Boston's not playing well right now, but they we, should be. Right we all agree the they're going to get to ninety something wins, right? They should. Yeah. So, to me, it's got to be the Angels. I get 
you know, Mike Trout, whatever. Yeah. But they have more than just Mike Trout. <sighs> Justin Upson's not playing well. He'll get better. You know, I like Simmons at shortstop it's for their him. Start, it's the starting pitching. What starting pitching does, do the Angels have? I don't follow the NOS or AOS that well. <laughs> I don't either. But oh, no, that's all. I just think that uh, if I'm picking a second team out of them, it's got to be, to me, it's got to be the Angels. Maybe even the A's. Yeah, the A's are always ones you just, all of a sudden, you know, they, their payroll is always like the lowest payroll in baseball. And then next sure thing. it's you, not the, uh, the and nec- uh, Yankees South? Yeah. And then the next, Miami Marlins? Right. And then next thing you know, they have like 95 wins. Right. But, but I think when you're looking at that, that's where I'm looking at that second wild card. That's where that second wild card could be bad. I don't think so. It could be good. You're right. I mean, it could easily be. I don't. I don't. A, a 90 your win. wild. Your wild card is not coming out of the central. What I'm. I'm calling it now. I'm not saying it is. I'm saying they're going to be within think, a couple games. I'm saying so. you could say no, with I ten games I, left that that's they're still in it. I, th- I think. I think the second wild card is essentially going to be wrapped up with two weeks ago, give or take. Approximately how many games are you saying? Between the second wild card and let's say the third wild card. Yeah. At the end of the year. Yeah. Six games. Okay. We're not too far off. I was saying two games out with 84 wins. If you were saying 84 wins, that puts 90 wins. And I and I and I just said I and I had just said a couple of minutes ago I thought the second wild card will maybe have 92. Right. So, so but you're saying 86. I'm saying 84. We're just our big difference is how many wins the second wild card team is actually going to have. Yeah, and I just I just think that second wild card team is going to have about as many wins as the Central winning Indians. Ew. So they're only going to win 88, huh? Because I don't think the Indians win more than eighty-eight games. I know you don't. I think that I think they're still good. I I think I even said before. I think they're. I think you went to ninety. I th- I think I went to ninety, maybe ninety-two, something like that. I think but yeah, maybe ninety-two. Long season, but mm-hmm. but yeah, with with everything that's going on with the Indians, seven you you've won seven of your first ten. That it that is a great that's start. good start. Great start. Speaking of great finishes, huh? What are we getting? NBA ended. And the Cavs lost ten straight to uh, lock themselves into the uh, the number two spot. Yeah, or three. I'm not really sure because it looks like they tied. So I don't know the tiebreaker, but I don't know what's. I don't know how that's all set up. But yeah, at least at least you know the Cavs have a top three draft pick. Or I'm sorry, you don't know that they're going to have one of the three worst records in the NBA this year, which gives them the equal percentage chance for the number one. Yes. And as we did before we started recording today, yeah. you can go to tankathon.com. Tankathon.com. And you can simulate yourself. You can, Yeah, you can simulate your the draft lottery. And, and then, then subsequent the, picking. And, yes, we then there is another tab where you can go and simulate the draft order and mock draft. And the draft order, well, where the draft order switched, some of the players, depending on the draft order, some of the players did switch. Right, because there, there was one point I, need, things like there that. There was one point I saw John Morant slip all the way to five. Really? Yes. Oh, I did not see that. Ba- no, well, based on the mo- the, the, the mock, simulation right, that right. I kept no, doing, I know, I know. one of them actually had John Morant slip all the way to five. So I, I did it three times, and I had Chicago finish first on two of them, and the Cavs finish first on the third. Dude, I think it took me till my fifth, 15th time simulating for the Cavs to finally come up number one. So that's about right? <laughs> Probably. With a 14% chance, that's not nope. too far off. That's 14, you're still looking at about 1 in 7. So not too far off. No, nope, that was worse. <laughs> <laughs> mine was a third, so take mine in there. Hey, I'll take, hey, I'll take yours. <laughs> yours at least had better odds. Yeah, I feel, I feel like let's we can kind of quit. Well, we said quick hits on a few of these, but um, 
following up from last show, I know we were talking, we were doing like some brief Jersey talk, uh, Indians, red jerseys. I've be, they're growing on me already. I liked it. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, and I know you brought up after we recorded of, we, we did miss mentioning that the Browns are going into a redesign for their Jersey. So this is the last year of their current ones. Hopefully. I think I'm telling you the NFL is missing out with their policy. They're missing out on a ton of money. And yeah, uh, we were mentioning this the other we week. We talked yeah. about it. A lot of the teams, uh, soccer now internationally in Europe and stuff, they come out with new stuff every year. These top teams, every year, and and if you're talking total overhaul, I I think the five years is okay. A, as I was showing you, and it's hard to show people who can't see me, you know. Right. But they're not talk. These aren't total necessarily overhauls. Yeah. Every year, maybe that you, you know you might add a stripe, remove yeah. a stripe, you know some some small things like that. But yeah. maybe, maybe maybe that's something like the brown like the NFL needs to do. Is yeah, because if about you it. want to do a total overhaul, it has to be five minor minor tweaks. Maybe you can do it because year. then you could have your your 2019 and then your 2020 and your 2021. And you know what? Somebody's going to buy that each year. Because they want the newest Baker Mayfield or OBJ jersey. Yeah, because and yeah, but when you have the same one in twenty, twenty one, twenty two, twenty three, well, why do you buy a new one every year? When hey, that one in twenty I had is perfect. Now your jersey sales get a little stagnant. But if you're coming out with with new stuff every year, right, then you keep doing it. It's the same thing. I mean, think about like uh, with video games with Madden. Yeah. It's basically the same game the last 10 years. Yeah. Let's be honest. The big thing is the graphics got a little better and the rosters get updated. Yeah. There, there's no new game modes. There's no real changes. True. So it's that kind of thing. There's no real changes of the jersey. Right. You know, you're changing where a stripe is. Maybe you're, you know, doing something, you know, as I'm pointing to different spots on where a jersey <laughs> would be, but you guys can't see that. Yeah. You know, but little things like that, that's enough that it's significant enough that you can tell it's a different, it's a different jersey. Right. But it's not like it's like a complete overhaul. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. I didn't mind the Jets jerseys, by the way, that just came out. You mean the North Texas Green Wave? Yeah, I didn't mind that. <laughs> there. Well, let's let's. I think one of the big. I think this is going to become a new Nike thing of pretty much your main namesake, like the Cleveland, the New York, is going to be in bigger font across the chest. Whatever, that's fine. I I like that. It's just. I saw a lot of people comparing it to North Texas. Um, I think, at least my thought was maybe a little arena league-ish. Okay. That maybe as it's more on the field, it'll it'll be okay. But black for them? Yeah, you know, that, that but one that's was the aggressive. third alternate. I, I, like that, the, I like the green. I like the white. Yeah, the... The go, black kinda going, kinda going back to going Kind of go back to the 80s, early 90s Jets helmet. Yeah, I, I like their old school um, helmets. The green, the green is greener. <laughs> the green is greener. Uh, but yeah, the black seemed aggressive, like an aggressive switch. It almost looked navy to me. No, and maybe I, it was the lighting on the picture when I was maybe, looking at it. I, I think so, but no, they it's it's. It, and to I've be, heard other people say that. It, you know what's supposed to be jet black. I know. Right? <laughs> so, but, but I, I like black jerseys. I'm all about it. I just feel like so. For, I just feel like for them, it, that was. But I just never seen it was them very with black. aggressive. Yeah, it's it's never been part of their it's never been part of their color scheme. Like if you want to work it in, yeah, you shouldn't just immediately do it. Like we're, we're like work the, it in. We're literally. like even the, like the Cavs. Like black was never really in their thing, and all of a sudden they had a black jersey. Yeah, which you know what? It became very historic in the city. 
if you think about it. Yeah, true, Two. true. Um, just kind of quickly keeping with the Browns. No, you know, this really shouldn't be a story, but Browns voted the best fan base on Twitter. I voted in, I voted for every round that I could. Yeah, you know the best part about that, though? So it's Fox Sports that did that, right? Yeah. You know, back in February, Fox Sports came out with an article and ranked the Browns as a uh, bottom five uh, uh, NFL city for uh, fans and things like that. Was it was it just for football or was it sports in general? Just for football, they ranked the NFL cities. I bet I bet you Colin Coward and, ran that article. And <laughs> the Browns were ranked bottom five, and then they go ahead and do their Twitter poll, and the Browns win it. And it's well, just that's like that's how out of touch because it was because right, it was but, fan. But vote. that's how out of touch Fox is with yeah the cities. Well, not even just that. It, well, yeah, probably a lot of these mid market because they're stuck the in in the the perceptions from the say the 80s or 70s on what Cleveland is for a fan. That and they pro- and they also listen to their to their top guys and <laughs> Colin Coward and Skip Bayless. Yeah. That whatever they say is gospel. I don't hear what they say cuz I don't listen to them. I don't listen to them either. I just see I just read it. <laughs> and then when I read it, I'm like, "Oh, come on." And then I just kind of skip past it. Like Yeah. I liked Colin Coward, but just with how bad it's gotten, especially just how much he bashes Cleveland, like I just can't deal with it. He should he should have just stated it. If you wanted to bash Cleveland, stay on ESPN because then I could just ignore all of you. Well, because it's very ESPN-esque. It is. Um, and at least Brown's preseason opponents came out. They haven't really put a schedule, but I think it said... who they get? I haven't seen uh, it yet. Home versus Washington at Indianapolis because at... Uh, that's the joint uh, That's going to be the joint, pra- yeah. the joint practices. That's going to be huge, Indy. by the way. Yeah. That could be potentially a playoff matchup. That could be yeah. in week two of the preseason. Okay. Uh, then at Tampa, and then home for the Battle of the Barge. Nice. That's with Detroit. Detroit. Yeah. So they haven't announced specific dates. You know, they have their block of days. Yeah, I saw something where uh, the national games were picked, though, and the Browns didn't get picked up for one of them. For preseason, though. No. Right. No, right, right. That's what I mean, though. But which, it's just, which, you know what? I'm okay with. I am surprised that week three, the Browns were not picked up for preseason. Because they're playing Tampa. Right, but... Week two, maybe. Week two, maybe I would have seen it because it's Indianapolis. That was another one. I was surprised that one didn't get picked up. But I pre- just preseason, with, preseason with I don't care. With three being the dress rehearsal and... Preseason, they shouldn't have... They should not have any national preseason games. I am sorry. The only one, maybe, you do the Hall of Fame game. And let's be honest, I like that they're not national because I liked last year the quote-unquote hometown crew that did it. Oh, yeah. Jay Crawford, Tim Couch. And I think they're doing it again this year. Yeah. Hey, I'm I a love massive it. Tim Couch I, fan. Jay Crawford was, like, by the time, like. <laughs> I like Jay. I, Jay Crawford was one of the only guys I started li- liking at ESPN. Yeah. A little bit because he was from Cleveland, but he never got into the bias of everybody else. Yeah. And maybe it was because he was from Cleveland. He understood. Right. But I'm also a massive Tim Couch fan, and he did good <sighs> last year. I wonder why. Why is Todd a big Tim Couch fan? Todd? Well, he played for the Browns. Um, he led us to our first uh, playoff berth in uh, what was that? Uh, t- uh, eight years at that point. At this point, it's been uh, sixteen years. And where did he go to college? Oh yeah, th- Todd. That. Oh yeah, yeah. He went to Kentucky. <laughs> there, that's where I'm getting at. Uh, no, no, I, I liked him though. He right. did a good job uh, last last year. Yeah. Uh, did Dustin Fox on the uh, field? They did have Dustin Fox on the field, yeah. He's actually on the field, I think, a lot. I think he does the some other stuff because I've seen him down there for other games. Uh, he did radio when Nathan Zagura got suspended. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was great. That's what it was. Yeah, because he started <laughs> yelling. He started yelling at the refs or whatever. But yeah, so I, I liked that crew. It, it, honestly, I would love for that to be the crew that CBS picks if we're in a non-major I, spot and we're on CBS. As much as I love, you know, I enjoy Jay Crawford. He had his issues. It, but to, but and you know what? But that may have. I don't know how much he had ever actually like called football. I think it was a lot of these guys is uh, early times doing that kind First of thing. Time. Yeah, maybe not first time, and but they had a lot of you prior know, doing it. You know, one guy who I think they should bring back to join them, hmm. Bernie. Yeah, he did a good job. I liked I, him. I liked Bernie. But Bur- I, dude, have a three man booth. But but I think uh, it's it would be nice to see CBS do something like that if we were on a non national CBS game, so right. it's like the local game. Instead of flying in some crew, just bring these guys in. Yeah, but then you'd have to do that for whoever your opponent is too. Only, only in Cleveland. Oh, only in Cleveland. Yeah. <laughs> okay, maybe I can get behind that. Uh, and then actually, right about the time of our next show, actually by our next show, there's a chance we know the full NFL schedule. That'd be great. We can talk uh, about because that. a lot, a lot of things we've that I've looked up. Uh, usually they announce it the Thursday before the draft. Yeah, I've seen that. You're right. Uh, it's been uh, the second or third week in April. So you, so, so it's we been should be historic. Like the last few, it's been like the Thursday before the draft. So by the time we uh, we talk again, we should have full schedule. We should have a full schedule and know our uh, na- potentially national games. Yeah, that'll be exciting. Wow, that's gonna, that should be a lot of fun. I still like the idea of uh, us and the Jets in Week One Monday night. I've heard that. I've heard Jets I, Denver. I did look that up, by the way. Uh-huh. It was Week One of that year. Oh, it was? Yes. Oh. It was a little bit later, but it was week one. It was like yeah. September 21st or well, something, yeah. but it was that, week one. Well, because at that point, I think they were still only playing 14 games. Right. But, I mean, so that's that's the key, I think, is you're looking at week number, not necessarily date. Because we, no, we yeah. could we could make week three at the Jets Monday Night Football. But it, w- it probably wouldn't have the same. And idea. get pretty close to September 21st. Right. But it's not the same idea as week one. Right. No, I understand that. So I, I really would love it's gonna to be, see us yeah, get that Yeah, when, when the schedule comes out, we'll have a lot to talk about because there's been a lot of rumors. And then it'll give everyone a, an idea of where to start planning, you know, potentially certain holidays and dinners and, <laughs> you know, shopping. Let's try to hit some of these rapid-fire ones. Oh, we talked about March Madness. We hit basketball season. Jesus. Oh, uh, the Alliance of American Football. It's dead. Yeah, you know, there's a lot that I think is going to come out of that. Yeah, um, there is. We'll go real quick. Yeah. But I don't want to get too – some of the rumors I've seen, this should be a fun watch to see uh, what f- actually breaks down. Right. Let's see if maybe it does – If hey, it may still show back up next year. See, it, it, they need, need to get the NFLPA on board uh-huh. because – a bunch of these guys have been signed by NFL teams now. Whether they think fully t- make the team or not is another I've, story. But. Yeah, I think I saw some that's like there's over 30, 30 guys who played in the AAF that are, are already signed. Yes. It so it clearly – and they had dynamite ratings. Yeah, they had some pretty good ratings. So I, I don't think the issue is people showing up, people watching. Well, obviously it's some people it – it was all fun. It was all financials. Well, it's all financial. It's where you actually look at, and that's where I don't want to get too far into it until I see more. Right. It sounds like the financials might not have been as bad as it sounds. It was more one person trying to get another aspect of the game yeah. for themselves. And one thing I had heard where uh, said guy was supposed to be investing about two hundred fifty million dollars had only invested seventy, but yeah, about a quarter of it. Yeah, pulled out the hundred eighty and then said, "Oh, bye bye league." Well, yeah. no, because he got because he got what he want. 
what he was looking for. Right. Well, and that's where I think you're going to see a lot of legal stuff going yeah. on, backs and forth and stuff like that. If they can, um, if they can prove it, if they can find a way to get the NFL involved, yeah, even as a part partner or something, because right. I think this showed that a spring football is the great way to go, and it's just a matter of when you want to start it. Yeah, and if you could start it, I know the NFL would hate this, but I think starting week one for them, the week between the championship games and the Super Bowl, no, and then you have a week off, and then you go week two. No, I think they just. I think they want to go. Because what they have to look at is um, time off between the last game to signing to playing for NFL camps. That's the key. Yeah. No, but, I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, I, I just it, it'll be interesting to see what goes on here. Right. And Which whether means or not it truly would, is gone or not. Yeah. They just currently ceased football operations and released all players from contracts. And and let's be honest, if they don't pick back up. You got another league starting next year. Yeah, the XFL. But I don't think they're going to feed to the NFL the way... No, but I'm just saying that's where they, they're they probably not going to have an out in their contracts that says if an NFL team sign you, you can go. Right. But I'm just saying you may have some of those guys who just want to play football. Yeah, and you're no, gonna definitely. Get, you're going to get you're going to get a league that's going to get ratings because it's going to be spring football. It's going to be post-NFL football. All right, next up. Next up... Uh, I'm going to skip the one right now just to keep the sports together. Uh, anything to lead up here for the Stanley Cup playoffs that are starting up uh, as we record Tuesday night? Tomorrow, Wednesday. Yeah. Um, pens are in. Pens are in. Blue Jackets are in. They are. Third straight year. Uh, I don't think they play each other this year, though, in the opening round. No, I think it's... <laughs> if I remember right. No, I think I think it's... Oh, no, Columbus gets, the I think, the oh, new record yeah, holder. Tampa. Tampa, yeah. who I think set, what, a new league record for wins or points? It would probably be points. I'd have to double-check. But, yeah, yeah they had a really check. good year. They yeah. had a really good year. Yeah. Well, um, that's, as as my dad quickly brought up, they got to they gotta figure out how to quit being the eighth seed. Well, that would help. <laughs> yeah. I love their coach, though. Uh, Again, we don't have a lot of time, but I love right. their coach. Uh, he's yeah. got a personality. Yeah. Um, he's he's definitely helped that team a lot. The Pens get the Islanders. You know, the Pens are the lower seed, but I think they're, in my mind, they're the favorite. Yeah. Obviously, maybe a little partial there, but um, yeah, it, it should be a good series. I'll probably uh, try to watch most of it. Uh, it's a 7.30 start tomorrow for the uh, Pens. Um, seven, 7 o'clock for the Blue Jackets. So, one's on USA, one's on NBC Sports. So get I, your battery. Get indeed. your batteries record. Flip back and forth. And then, if you really want to get, tech, if you have an NHL network, I get do. your batteries ready, man. I do not have an NHL network. <sighs> do we not have an NHL network for the uh, PlayStation View package? No, yeah, so we get our both of us actually get our TV through uh, PS View, PlayStation yeah. View. You don't need the PlayStation for it. We do have Playstations, but no, you don't get the NHL network. You get NBA, MLB, and NFL. Oh yeah, I think you need it. I think you need one more different package. I don't know, or like some other, even... some other sports package. I don't. Yeah, I don't remember. It's not not worth it for me. But oh, Vegas is back in there too. I know they had their run last year. Yeah, that was an exciting one. But it'll... so, oh yeah, blue... it'll be exciting. I think uh, when we talk in two weeks with the the playoffs really going on, I can uh, I can kind of delve into it a little more. We can kind of put some more time to it. Yeah, by that by that point, uh, <laughs> Columbus may be out of it anyway. <laughs> uh well then, yeah. Then we'll hit this one that actually showed up today. Uh, Ohio proposed a bipartisan bill to legalize sports gambling. You know, I haven't seen it yet today, so I haven't had a chance to look at it. Oh, but I'm all for it. 
Yeah, I think I think I was reading that they're going to put like some some sort of like council together. I've heard over the years that it's been explored and then nothing happens. Yeah. So and I think there's I think I was reading that Pennsylvania and West Virginia already have sports gambling. I think so. The big key I think was a few years ago it opened up to all states instead last of being year. it was only last year that congress left it open to the states right because i think previously it was uh atlantic city was added uh, 4 years ago or something i could be wrong atlantic city i think has had it for years but they were added a little bit ago and before to... that it was only vegas yeah. so it's nice to see it starting to open up um it would right. be nice to be able to walk down you know walk uh, i think but walk down to the casino downtown yeah. and say hey I think they said to the I think there's like eleven casinos like in Ohio. Probably. Well where you like you have the But like how the many of those are the cas- river boats in uh, well, that, Cincinnati? <laughs> I don't know. So But it's like you have those uh race the Racino. Oh yeah, and the hard rock casino. Or is well, it yeah, the same the hard, thing? The hard, you have the hard rock. I think that it's the hard rock racino. Okay. I keep getting them all mixed up. But yeah, because I know North because Northfield, whatever they were, mm-hmm. Northfield. No, I think it was Northfield that was the Hard Rock. Okay, I think they switched to MGM. Okay, I can't. I can't. I keep getting them all mixed up. Yeah, one of them. One of them switched to MGM. But yeah, I think like including those, I think will be will give that option the major casinos, including Jack Cleveland downtown. Um, yeah, so they're gonna open it up, or they're exploring to. Open it up to that, how it's going to happen. And I think if you do that, there's actually going to be like an additional tax or something tacked on. Oh, to your to your bet? Yeah. Or your winnings or something? Something That's like fine, that. whatever. Yeah. I mean. As long as I'm potentially still walking out with some. But I yeah. think, but they're. I like the idea. Yeah. And it I'm was, all for it. And it was bipartisan. And I think the Republican representative was from Westlake. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's just a couple streets over. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> but yeah, I think that. I think that covers everything for us this week. That's that's all I have. Yeah, as as we come back here in two weeks, we'll be uh, we should hopefully have the full NFL schedule. Be a couple more weeks into baseball season, we'll be two days out from the NFL draft from round one of the NFL draft. You know, I'm not excited for the draft this year because we don't have first round pick probably, and we have a really good fucking team. Uh we'll be. Full blown into NFL playoff, or I'm sorry, NHL playoffs, NBA playoffs start this start this weekend as well. Which you know, obviously, with no Cavs, there's no rooting interest. LeBron's out, but I guarantee you, every game, especially that's on ESPN, ABC, they're going to talk about LeBron. Kind of like how every tournament game, regardless who is playing, talked about Duke. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. So I think that cover that covers us here for this week. Hope you guys have enjoyed what we have. Put into your ear holes this this time around. Please, if you haven't already, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at O-A-C-L-E-P-O-D for Ordinary Average Cleveland Podcast. Like us. Subscribe to the podcast. Please leave us comments. Let us know if there's anything that we're missing that we need to be talking about. We're trying to make this as interactive as possible with you guys. So please let us know. Like us. Follow us. And we will catch you guys in two weeks.